0: Live, learn, grow, and enjoy everything there is to running together. I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Run Culture Podcast. Today, I'm super fortunate to be chatting to Stephen Haas. Uh, Stephen has worked for Total Sports Management as an athlete manager for 10 plus years. He is also a high-level distance running coach of the Under Armour-sponsored professional running team, dark sky distance based in Flagstaff, Arizona of the USA. Prior to this, Stephen was an incredible runner himself, having run for the University of Indiana in Bloomington, where he was a Big Ten champion at the 5K and a three-time All-American who broke a few of Bob Kennedy's school records. Out of college, uh, Stephen Haas ran professionally for New Balance um, and and then he started working for Total Sports Management. all right, thanks for jumping on the show.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: Yeah, Stephen, I wanted thanks to, for me. yeah. I wanted to sort of um, get into, uh, before we get into your journey um, at, and, and ha- how you've become an athlete agent and a, and a coach. Um, so for a lot of the Australian listeners, um, I'd say you've sort of got a similar role to Nick Bideau um, in yeah, a way. Yeah,
1: Pretty similar.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you love
1: most about your job? Ooh, uh, good question. Uh, yeah. Helping people run fast. Um, it's kind of how I got into coaching kind of how I got into, into the role as an agent. Um, yeah, I, I always kind of thought I could serve the sport better, um, in, in these roles than I could, uh, as a runner myself. So, um, yeah, I think those are the coolest things. I mean, um, uh, those are the things that, that make my day, you know, if I can help get people into races that, uh, you know, secures PBs and things like that, or Olympic qualifiers, or, you know, some of those big, uh, those big goals, um, that's, uh, that gets me excited. And and, and that's what I like doing. And then from a coaching standpoint, same thing. If I can help guide somebody into the position to run fast and, um, you know, again, meet some of their big goals. Every, every athlete's a little bit different. Some people want to run fast and want to make teams. Some people you know uh, yeah want want to aim for medals so uh yeah if i can help with that kind of stuff uh yeah i get pretty excited about that that's that's what i love the most man yeah.
0: who who are you most excited about uh of your athletes uh that you currently coach uh at the moment like you've got a few of them um yeah you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's um like uh, i actually got a, a message from luke Matthews um yeah. to ask uh yeah um uh, about um,
1: yeah, be good. <laughs>
0: uh, is the older, wiser Kieran O'Leonard uh, your most exciting project ever?
1: <laughs> um, no, that's, that's fun. It's, it's good to see. Um, you know, funny, he, uh, when he came back up the flag in, in April uh, to see where he is now compared to there, Uh, compared to then was uh yeah it's been kind of cool um yeah he's put in put in a lot of hard work and and progressed really really well i can i can tell you about some workouts that some of the girls kicked his ass in and (laughs) uh, now he's now he's yeah progressing pretty well and, and doing doing some good things and i think uh still has some some legs in him to run fast so yeah it's pretty exciting um but yeah, no, I think uh, I, I think there's a few athletes that uh, that I get pretty excited about right now. And um, just for clarification, I, I coach more than just the Dark Sky Distance group. Um, you know, I have some some athletes with other, obviously like uh, Karen and, and uh, Ed Chesrek and Justin Kibrotich and Bias Simbasa, some other some other athletes that um, uh, are. not part of the, the dark sky distance group, but do train here with me in Flagstaff. So uh, I'm pretty fortunate to get to work with a, a variety of athletes and yeah, um, Ed is, Ed is one of the people that I'm, I'm definitely most excited about. Uh, he's got a ton of talent and uh, extreme worth it, you know, work ethic that uh, a, a lot of people don't have. I mean, he's very, very dedicated to, to being good and um, yeah, has a lot of talent as well. So yeah, just trying to guide that ship and, We've uh, we've made a lot of progress in the last couple years, and and it's fun to continue to see that uh, continue to see that grow. Um, yeah, just kind of hoping for for more opportunities and, and get him into bigger and better races. Uh, I think he's he's going to be. Yeah, I think he can do really, really good. And then at some point, I I see him going into in, into marathon running, and, and would be very, very excited to to watch that process uh, unfold too. Is I think he's got a ton of uh, ton of potential in that event as well. So we're just gonna try to uh, yeah to optimize our our. our our years left in, in running track. And, you know, we, he had a nice 10 K PB the other week and got uh, the Olympic qualifier and yeah, just trying to uh, chip away at some things until some, some bigger opportunities, you know, become available. And uh, yeah. So yeah, with him, I'm really excited about, we just signed uh Winnie Kalati on the women's side. I'm, I'm really, really excited about her. Uh, I think she's got a ton of potential as well. She's an awesome story. She's a, a super nice person and, um, yeah, pretty excited to keep working with her and, um, yeah, see how that, uh, see how that plays out as, uh, her and Sharon Lachetti working together is going to be really, really fun. So, um, yeah, excited for them, but I mean, everybody that I've taken on into Dark Sky or into the, uh, into the training group here, uh, I'm, yeah, excited, equally excited to try to help them reach, uh, reach their goals too. And like I said, everybody's a little bit different and, um but all all of their goals excite me it's uh you know uh, pretty fun yeah how's
0: ed chezerat going with is he still applying for us citizenship
1: yeah um still still trying for that um you know outside of running um he would like to be a, a citizen you know so if it um if it comes in the in the form that can you know he, he can run and represent the U S uh, awesome. If not, I mean, that's still going to be a goal for him to, to be a U.S. citizen and, and live here and, um, you know, uh, raise a family here and yeah, that sort of thing. So, um, it's not, you know, everybody associates it with, you know, running and, and I don't think people realize that it's a, it's something that he has a desire to do even outside of running. Um, and, yeah, hopefully, hopefully it happens. There's no real update, you know. Everything is sort of in process, but uh, yeah, uh, I think uh, he's gonna he's gonna seek that. Um, you know, no matter if it's it's for running or it's for just life after running. You know,
0: um, about a year or so ago, I was fortunate enough to go over to Flagstaff, um, just helping out as a physio for um, some of the Australian Paralympic runners. And we're yeah. running along Lake Mary Road, and we saw um, Ed Cesarek just um, floating along. Like he he looks so strong, and and I can yeah. see what you mean. Oh, I haven't seen his sessions, but I don't know. Yeah. He just looks so comfortable at that rhythm. Um, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, no, I I think uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, he's very very good on, on the uh, the aerobic side of things, and and uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited when you know when we do transition to running some halves and some fulls and things like that, what he could do because, uh, yeah, a lot of the things that he can do just in training up here. Um, I've known some really, really good marathoners that, you know, uh, look at that and say, wow, that's, that's, that's awesome. So, um, yeah, you know, that's down the road for sure. And, um, yeah, hopefully, uh, uh yeah, big, big future in that, in that, that area.
0: Speaking of good marathoners, you've, um, helped, um coach uh steven scullion and uh his improvement has been really amazing to to see like from afar um yeah. the last couple of years um yeah irish marathoner and running 209 yeah. 49 at london um he must be yeah. pretty um wrapped to be a part of that
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah um he he's doing really really well um again like uh, credit to him i mean he you know sort of t- changed his entire life to uh to make some big sacrifices to come out here, spend a lot of time, um, you know, uh, reinvest in, into running and, and yeah, he, he's reaping the benefits of that now. Um, again, um, I could have told you a couple years ago when he first came out here with, with Scott overall for a training camp that, you know, he was out of shape and, and overweight and hadn't run competitively for a long time. Um, but, uh, I could tell you there was some talent there and, and, uh, yeah, we we had conversations from the start where I sort of told him, you know, I I think you can run under two ten if you're if you lock into this and you know do some do some of these things over the next couple of years and and credit to him he he's done it you know even when he had no money and you know no resources and, and things like that we we made a way, we we made it work you know and and um, yeah big big jumps over the last couple of years and and but if you look at it it's uh, you know. It, he just steadily improves every year. And, um, you know, I, I think, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been awesome to watch and yeah. Uh, love working with, with Scully. He he's actually coming back to flag. We got a travel exemption so he can travel over here and coming right after Christmas. And yeah, hopefully we can get some more races on the calendar and, and get something for him to, to aim for I, I message with him today, a little bit, you know, some ideas that I have about kind of, you know, now I feel like we have this marathon at the Olympics locked up. I think we could transition into maybe a more of a a track 10k training phase for a little while, and and yeah, do something a little different. You know, uh, mix it up a little bit, but then be ready, be ready for a marathon come uh, come this summer in Tokyo. So, yeah,
0: nice, nice. Um, I was just looking, like, you, I was trying to go through your running career yourself, um, like, and and everything that you you achieved and. Um, You got to quite a high level um, running professionally um, for New Balance. um, And there's not many results after 2010 um, where you ran about a 218.45 marathon at Las Vegas and coming fifth. Um, uh, Do you ever look back on your own running career? Like, is that where you transitioned into uh, total sports uh, management? Yeah. yeah. Do you ever look back and feel like – there was a little bit more left um and uh like do you ever have any regrets or um do you look back on on that transition or you're quite happy that 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 was the right time
1: yeah um, no it was definitely the right time for me um i got you know i, I had an injury in, in 2010 training for uh chicago marathon well maybe it was early 2011 um training for Chicago marathon and, and was fortunate that, um, you know, I had a great relationship with Chris. He was my agent, Chris Lane, who who's director of total sports management. Um, and, and still sort of, you know, my boss now, um, had a good relationship with him and he asked me to come on board to, to help him out. Um, so yeah, I, I feel it was a good time in the sense that like I, I was, um, I had an injury that I wasn't going to be able to train for a while. Uh, I had a great opportunity to kind of come on board as like a part-time, um, part-time person kind of got exposed, uh, to this side of the sport, the management side of the sport. I was also doing some coaching at the time, um, for a group in Bloomington, Indiana called team Indiana elite. Um, and, uh, I really liked kind of both those avenues and saw a lot of parallels between coaching and between working for total sports and, um, yeah, actually, funny enough, uh, a, a little while longer down the road, I was offered some college coaching jobs, and and chose to stay with Total Sports. And uh, yeah, I think it, it obviously worked out really well, um, and, and I'm happy with the with those decisions. Um, I, I don't look back and, and regret anything from from my running career. I think uh, I got a lot of exposure to training at Flagstaff and learned a lot of things about training at altitude, which I think have, have been really beneficial to me and, and to athletes that I coach and athletes that I manage, uh, with, with coming out here to flag and, and learned a lot during those years. Um, and, and yeah, I think, uh, like I said, I always sort of envisioned myself staying in the sport, uh, in some capacity and, and I feel like I've found a way that I can impact the sport in a, in a more positive way. Um, you know, more positive than what I could have done as an athlete, you know? Yep. I always sort of joke that I probably wouldn't represent myself now. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I'm fortunate that Chris, you know, he, he did put some time and energy into, into get me a deal and, and and to get me into races and, and things like that. And, um, yeah, I, I always, I, I think from a total sports standpoint, you know, we're, we're always going to try to uh, help athletes and, you what I consider, you know, we want to sign the big hitters and, and people that can meddle and, and do really big things in the sport, but we also want to help people develop too, you know? And, uh, um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate that that, that led me to, uh, the relationships that I have now and, and put me in the situation that I'm in. Um, I was scrolling
0: the message boards of let's run, which was, you know, sometimes a bit of a dangerous thing. Um, <laughs> and, uh, there, there was, a uh, uh, a few uh, message boards um, back from 2005 when you ran 7.52, I think, for 3,000 indoors for the University of Indiana. Um, and uh, yeah, it seemed like you, your running was really clicking towards the end of your um, uh, university career. Um, who were some of your biggest inspirations in, from your running days um, that you sort of uh, still use today?
1: Yeah, uh, I had a great college coach. Um, I still have conversations with him all the time about training and, and a lot of the philosophies that I have, um, came from him. And, and, uh, we, we actually just talked, uh, right after I got back from uh, the sound running tour, um, you know, kind of, yeah, just kind of going over, you know, the training that I had leading, or training that, you know, the group had leading in, and, and sort of trying to pick some of the things that worked really well, and some of the things that I might want to change, you know, and, and we've always been able to bounce ideas, uh, or I've always been able to bounce ideas off of him, and, um, yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's funny, because I, I think back on, on conversations we had, you know, uh, when I first started getting into coaching, and, and things like that, and um, you know, uh, always want to look at if something doesn't go well. Look at you know maybe why and and try to try to examine and and figure out you know what you did what didn't go well and and what you can change. But then when things do go well, sort of do the same thing. You know, look back and make notes and mental notes on on things that um, you think contributed to good performances as well, and and, and sort of. You know, always be evaluating and, and always be trying to trying to grow as a coach. So uh, yeah, I, I think um, you know Robert Chapman, Dr. Robert Chapman. He he's actually the uh, head of sports science and research for USA Track and Field, um, and, and he was a, a big contributing factor of me coming up to Flagstaff to train, and and obviously that's sort of led to. Uh, yeah, you know, my knowledge of, of altitude training and, and things like that too. So he's always been, uh, somebody that I, I think had, had a major, major impact on, um, you know, my career, uh, and, and yeah, from a coaching standpoint for sure. But even from a, even from a management standpoint, you know, he, he's the one that sort of start, had put me in touch with Chris to start with and started that relationship. And, um, yeah, he's, has, has done a lot for me. So yeah. Um, I, you know, he, he's probably somebody I would credit, uh, massively. And then, um, yeah, some of my teammates, you know, like I, I was fortunate to be on a really good team and, and, you know, I was living with guys who had the same aspirations to run pro and, and do big things in the sport. And, um, Sean Jefferson, John Jefferson, they were my college roommates. Uh, Sean won an NCAA title in the, in the indoor mile and, and John was second. Um, they ran for Nike for a few years. We all signed pro contracts and signed with with Total Sports actually together at the same time. And they moved out to Oregon and, and ran with the Oregon Track Club. And I stayed in Bloomington with with Chapman, and we started Team Indiana Elite. Um, so yeah, they you know having like minded people you know around me when I was in college. And and if you go back and look, I mean, even the race that I ran seven fifty one uh, at Notre Dame. Um, you know, Nick Willis won. And, uh, I think I was second and like Chris Linsky, Matt tagging up. I mean, there were some really good guys in that, in that race. And these are guys that I ran against in like conference championships, you know? So like we, we had a very, very, uh, good class of people, uh, around me where, you know, uh, you had to, you had to be good to be, you know, relevant. So, um, yeah, I, I was fortunate that, uh, I was, yeah, sort of in a in a boom in a in a running boom in, in the U.S. at that time.
0: Yeah, as 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 a pro athlete, um, uh, you went on and you ran um, thirteen thirty three in Houston for the five thousand, and that was your um, PB for five k. Um, that's a great great time. Like, do you look back on on that and and what um, what is life like a professional athlete and and what what do you think like if you look back on that and 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 your whole time in the sport like as an athlete as an agent as a coach and all those years like what con what 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 are some of those common findings that you found for success like um like some of those successful performers um like what 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 sort of sets them apart and um yeah what what have you yeah it's a hard question but. Is yeah, no, I mean,
1: I, I think uh, in, in every sort of aspect of, of when I was an athlete to, to when I started coaching to when I started, you know, uh, becoming an agent. I mean, to me, it's uh, I, I always want to do better, you know, and, and um, you know, I was never really satisfied with the times that I ran. And I think that, you know, kept me hungry. I was I was always, uh, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed running faster, running PBs, but I uh, I felt like I always sort of had the mindset of like, okay again like what can I do better the next time and, and what can I change to you know do better and I always remember sort of a, a story that Robert Gary talked about with with Bob Kennedy uh when when Bob was running you know sub 13 minutes and and he basically said oh, I gotta you know after the season Robert was was asking him you know how how did what did you do or whatever or, or it, it must be nice knowing that you can just kind of do the same thing again and and no know, know you have a have a plan to be a you know, a sub thirteen guy and Bob was like, I'm not doing that again, you know, like uh my plan is to run twelve fifty, you know, and you don't <laughs> run twelve fifty doing the same thing you ran, you know, you did to run thirteen minutes. So uh, I, I sort of always uh I feel like I've always had that sort of same attitude, you know, like you ran 750. Okay. The next goal is, is to run faster, you know, and and you got to do things different. You got to change things up. And I think I approach uh, running or coaching the same way, you know, uh, always again, trying to improve and and do things better uh, for the athletes. You know, maybe it's uh, a better, a better block of training leading into it. Maybe it's better preparation. Maybe it's uh, you know, better uh mental preparation you know there's all different avenues that we can keep exploring and and getting better at maybe it's better physio and and treatment and and things like that so um yeah again yeah keep keep getting better and keep looking ahead and then same thing with uh, with my work as an agent you know um yeah always want to keep signing the best kids and and going after you know uh people who, who I think have a lot of upside and can be very successful in the sport. And, um, yeah, pushing the envelope to to keep getting better deals and, and better, you know, sponsorship and, and again, things, resources that can make athletes better. You know.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. Behind the scenes, like with your role as an athlete manager, like what does it involve and, and why, why is it important? Like, so if a runner was listening to this and they're an aspiring runner, um, like why have a manager?
1: Yeah. Um, well, I think anybody who, who really wants to be, you know, serious in the sport and, and wants to be involved at the highest level, you know, it, it's, it's a necessity. Um, you know, yep. we're fortunate that, you know, a, a lot of my, uh, a lot of my role, you know, I, th- I think we have two main roles and, and one is to secure sponsorship and resources for, for athletes and, and to guide them in, in sort of a, a way that, uh, help whether this be you know from a a coaching standpoint to a a planning standpoint you know we we try to have a a, a very broad broad, broad, um um, training camps and we want to help with european base and we want to help with um you know securing resources and, and just sponsorship and things like that and then there's a there's another side of it where where it comes to uh getting you you know getting you into races and and Getting you into the best competitions that you can be successful, and and yeah, that's uh, that's a very highly competitive uh, space, and um, you know where we have to use our leverage of of athletes and relationships sometimes to be able to push athletes in and and get athletes the races that they want, the the races that the athlete and the coach want. You know, so uh, yeah, I I think it's uh, it's really important and. yeah, I think anybody who, again, wants to, wants to take themselves to the highest level would, would want to consider having a, a manager that was, you know, thinking the same way.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, like, getting into some yeah. of those harder races like, yeah. in Europe, um, uh, is it much down to politics um, and uh, relationships and who you know, or, like, um, how, how much does that come into some of those uh, bigger races?
1: Uh, definitely. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's definitely part of it, you know, um, relationships who you have in the meet, you know, um, which athletes that you, you represent that, you know, could you, you can use as leverage to get other athletes in, you know, that's always part of it as well. Um, but yeah, having, having a strong relationship with, with the meet directors, the meet directors will, don't want to have a thousand emails from, you know, all these different athletes and, and whatnot. They, they like to work with, with managers that they know, the athletes are going to show up. They're going to get invoices on time. They're going to, you know, make it, make it smooth behind the scenes, you know. So um, that is definitely a big part of it. And, um, yeah, I think that's one thing that we do really, really well with within our company with Total Sports. We, we definitely uh, – that's a priority for us. You know, we, we try very hard to get the athletes in, into the best races. And then I think there's also an element to it as well that, you know, you're in contact with the athlete, you're in contact with the coach, and you know what sort of fitness level the athletes are in. Um, and, and what sort of races could be very good for them. You know, if, if you have a, you know, if you have a guy that wants to run 3:35, maybe Monaco is not the best race, you know, like maybe there's another race that they could be more upfront in or more connected to the pack or, you know, whatever the case may be to, for them to run, you know, for that athlete specifically to, to be successful, you know? Um, so yeah, having, having those sort of having that knowledge and, and having the, uh, um, the connection to the, again, the athlete and the coach and, and open lines of communication is sort of know uh, when the athlete's ready to go and, and the best position to put them in to, to be successful, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Like it's like now that you've done it for uh, 10 plus years, um, uh, I guess you probably, it's like anything, you feel more, well, like you probably would have built more relationships and um, be in a better position as an athlete agent than you were at the start.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I think, uh, I've my relationships with meat directors and, and people within the industry have, has grown a ton. Um, and, uh, I, I hope that, uh, <laughs> I hope I've done a good job in creating good relationships. And, and, um, I think I have based on, you know, being able to work with so many different shoe companies and being able to work with so many different meats. I, I'm fortunate that I was, um, yeah, I, I came into a company who was very well established and had a lot of relationships. So it didn't it wasn't something where I had to go out and like, you know, do a lot of legwork to meet these people and and, and travel to, to different places you know, I was traveling with Total Sports for the first like five or six years, you know, before I even had any of my own athletes, you know, and I was fortunate to be going to all the I mean, I did four or five years in a row. I did every single diamond league, you know, and, and being able to meet those meet directors and being able to have face to face and conversations and meetings and to be able to see him on every every meet of the circuit and, and be, hey, you know, did you see Charlie Grice run this time and in, in this race? And you know, and hopefully be able to continue to push him in the, into other races, you know, or what obviously just an example, but yeah, um. You know, I, I think uh, I was very fortunate to kind of come into a very well-established and very well-respected agency that had been doing business for you know uh, already ten plus years before I even kind of got started in there and, and was able to sort of pity piggyback on, on those relationships that, that Chris had, uh, had really established. And and he, I give a lot of credit to him. Because I, I do think he's one of the agents that, you know, we're not necessarily tied into one brand or one shoe company. We we do business with everybody. And, uh, and you know, that's a hard, uh, that's a hard, a hard thing to do within the sport. Um, and yeah, he, he's done a really good job with that.
0: So, um, Total Sports Management. Um, I think some of the athletes that you had signed for, I know for the two thousand and nineteen World Champs. Um, uh, so it was like athletes like for Australian athletes that Australians would know, like Jessica Hull, um, yeah. uh, Georgia Griffiths, uh, and um, Morgan McDonald. Morgan. Yeah. yeah. Um, with athletes like that. Um, yeah. Your, so was it your role, especially for like Jess and like Morgan McDonald, like out of uh, college, was it sort of yep. your role to try to um, get Jessica with Nike and, and then Morgan with uh, Under Armour or like is your, your sort of negotiated their, their um,
1: pro contracts? Yeah, definitely. They, they had, they had a lot of options. I mean, I think they both of them had established themselves in, in the U S in the collegiate system as, as Athletes that were definitely going to be uh, on the world stage. You know, uh, I don't think anybody uh, w- would have thought any different. You know, Jessica's trajectory was just going up and up, and and um, I think a lot of people within the industry uh, thought that she was going to be uh, somebody to <laughs> that was going to be world class and 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 doing exactly what she's doing now. You know, so uh, we we were able to have a couple of offers for her, but um, the one thing that you know I can tell you with with Jessica and Morgan, everybody's sort of, um, and all the athletes that we signed, everybody is looking for something uh, a little bit different. And it's our job to sort of find out what that is and then, find out what situation we can uh, come up with to meet all their individual needs. You know, like when I always sort of say this about, uh, you know, Jessica, when, when she was coming out, she was like, listen, Steven, like I, I understand there's interest from all these different brands and training groups and, and whatnot. I really want to be with, uh, with a group that has has multiple people that I can train with much better than me, you know, and, and her specific example is like, I want to be in a group that has sub four girls, you know? <laughs> and um, yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> there's not tons of those groups, you know? Yeah. So it you narrowed the focus down a little bit, but um, you know, obviously at the time when she joined Oregon project with Stefan and, and, and uh, Klosterhofen and, and uh, Shannon, you know, there, there was a, a very, very good group of, of women to train with that she was, she was going to have to elevate herself to another level just to be able to, you know, to, to train with that group. And, uh, that was a challenge that she really wanted to take on. And, um, yeah, we, we were, I was stoked for it, you know, and, and happy that we can make that happen. And, you know, Morgan, he wanted to, he wanted to stay with his college coach for another year and he wanted to sort of, uh, yeah, I think he, he had a lot of desire not to sort of take the path that every single, you know, guy in the collegiate system was, was looking at, you know, he wanted uh, to kind of make his own route and, um, you know, uh, Under Armour is an up and coming shoe company and, and um, yeah, he, he had, he had worked with them obviously at the University of Wisconsin too and knew that they were, you know developing better and better products and and he wanted to be a part of that and yeah they gave him the ability to stay with his college coach for another year and obviously now he's moved on but uh yeah it was a good fit so again everybody looks for something a little bit different and and our job is to try to find and and make a find out what exactly that is and then make it happen
0: you know yeah yeah that's awesome i like how um yeah like because that That sort of really explains how you can um, balance the role of agent and coach um, because you just the whole time just treating the individual. Um, Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Um, uh, Got another question from Luke Matthews. Um, uh, So he said, what is the most waffles you have consumed in one day in (laughs) Leuven? (laughs) So in Leuven, uh, because is that where you often uh, set up base uh, during the European uh, season?
1: Yeah. So most every summer we, uh, we base total sports athletes in Leuven. It's a town in Belgium. It's right, right outside of Brussels, uh, 10 minutes train ride from the, from the airport. And, um, we've really established a a really nice training base there where Luke, I mean, he must've been there for two, two and a half months. Um, and, and what we've tried to do is, is make it very comfortable where, where an athlete could be there for a long period of time. They can travel from there to different races all over Europe and, uh, uh, always kind of, sort of feel like they have a, a, a home base to come back to where they have track access, where they have physio, where they have, um, you know, restaurants they know they like and, and, you know, uh, track to train on trails to train on. We we've established a nice, uh, we have altitude apartments. we have uh, ice bath, you know, uh, sort of seems like normal things, but in Europe, they can be hard to find, you know? So, um, yeah, it's a really, it's a really good place to, to train and, um, yeah, there, there, there's some very good Belgian waffles, uh, (laughs) that I partake in every single day and and sometimes do three times a day. So, uh, it's not the healthiest place for me to be, but, uh, I do, I do like, uh, spending time there and, and looking forward to hopefully getting back there again this summer. But yeah, I think, uh, I think I've had three in one day before. I don't know that I've done more than that, but, um, that's probably more calories than I should consume in two or three days. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> very good. That's
0: awesome. That So you've set up set up that um, base just so they feel more at home and comfortable, um, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, I, I actually went to Louvre in the first year of Total Sports was going to have anybody go to Europe. I, I went there with John Jefferson and Nick Simmons and Sean Graham and, and I think Below to We had a couple people, um, Total Sports athletes, that were like, we got off the, we got off the, the plane in, in Brussels and had sort of like, a, an email of like where we were supposed to go and what we were supposed to do. And nobody had cell phones that worked or anything like that. So it was, uh, yeah, it was crazy. I can't believe we actually figured it out, but, um, from that point to where we are now, we've really, really established like an awesome, an awesome place that people can go and, and be super, uh, yeah, I, I, I think stress free, you know, we, we've we set up everything so they, they don't have to worry about housing and they don't have to worry about track access and they don't have to worry. We have directions to everything, the grocery store, bike rentals, you know, things like that where, um, yeah, we, we, we've we made it just a, a plug and play, you know, it's like we, we can have somebody go over there and everything taken care of. Uh, and make it real stress-free environment where they can just focus on either training or, you know, getting ready to race. A lot of people are just there just to, you know, focus in on two or three big races and, and yeah, it's a great place for either one.
0: Nice. Um, and then like uh, just changing gears a little bit, like back um, in Flagstaff, um, you know, quite recently you announced the the name of that, um, your professional running team um, with Under Armour, uh, Dark Sky Distance. Um, uh firstly like how did you well, why did you come up with that name like how how important is it that we see a lot of these teams popping up these days and and how important yep. is is it having some kind of I don't know identity and team and uh, group group um aspect to, to running um do you reckon these days
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we did just recently come out, uh, with our, you know, our team name and our logo and, and everything like that. We had actually been, um, sort of a a training, uh, group for, uh, probably close to two years, um, before, you know, we made it official with, with, with UA. And, um, yeah. Um, I think, you know, the biggest thing there is trying to get a bunch of good people together, like-minded, uh, can work well, you know, work well with each other and, uh, yeah, help each other get better. You know, if they can push each other in in workouts and, and and again, and just like this lifestyle professional running, if, if everybody has this singular focus to get better, then, um, yeah, it just makes it again, uh, a situation where everybody's a bit more dialed in and, and, you know, you, you don't, you know, have those extra beers or you don't, you know, um, stay out, you know, too late or whatever the case may be. Cause you know, you know, there, there's people, uh, there's other people <laughs> you're training with that are, aren't doing that. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, we, we've established a nice, uh, a nice training group here. Um, Under Armour, you know, they're, they're a growing shoe company. They want to be more involved and, and have more, uh, yeah. Um, exposure within this space, you know, of, of professional running and, and their product is, has really gotten better over the last couple of years. And, um, yeah, uh, I think the same thing, you know, they wanted, uh, they wanted to be, uh, looked at as a, as a, you know, authentic running company, you know, and, and having that sort of product. Um, so yeah, when they decided they want to sort of invest in, into the group here, um, it made sense to sort of tag along we had we had some underarm athletes already living and training here in flag and um yeah we've been able to grow it in, in pretty fast into a nice uh, a real nice training group and uh dark sky distance comes from flagstaff being the dark first dark sky city um you know it's it's a title that the the community holds pretty uh, valuable um here and and the, there's no like artificial light you know st- street lights and things like that or, or skyscrapers or anything like that and Um, yeah, so we, we wanted to sort of tie back into the community because it is, it is such a big running hotspot, you know, um, there's a massive running community group here in town called Team Run Flagstaff, um there's a lot of trail runners that live here. There's a lot of marathoners. There's, it, it's just a big, big running community. And, um, yeah, we, we want to have the support of the community and we, we wanted to be sort of tied back into the community. And, um, my only, uh, I didn't come up with the name. It was, a it was a Under Armour uh, focus group that kind of came up with the name and the logo and things like that. And I did, I, I loved it. I, I thought it was great. Um, my only, you know, uh, Requirement was like I don't want to be generic. I don't want to be like Flagstaff Track Club or you know something like that. I I, I wanted something unique, and uh, I think uh, I think they hit it right on the head. You know, uh, it, it's unique and it relates to the community here, and um, yeah, we've had we've had a ton of uh, positive. Uh, Um, positive feedback on the logo and the name and everything like that so it's it's been exciting and and yeah i think uh i think people here in town have have really uh gravitated to kind of support more so yeah yeah, it's been it's been neat yeah
0: i think i was listening to another podcast um, about it and uh i Correct me if I'm wrong, but they said a pizza place was named Dark Sky Pizza or something. I don't know. There was a
1: Oh no, brewery. A, yeah. Brewery. It was a brewery, Dark Sky or Yeah, Dark Sky Brewery. Um yeah. <laughs> and, and, yeah, it's funny. There's a there's a massive billboard uh when you drive in the flag right now that just went up. Uh, it's an NAU billboard and it says explore the dark sky. Oh really? <laughs> so um yeah, it, like I said, it's a it's a title that the the community really gets behind and, and, and supports.
0: And so like from the team aspect, uh you had Matt Lano uh sign up, uh and uh he'll be a great uh training partner, I could imagine, with Steven Scullion. Um and then uh Shayla Houlihan is uh sharing the coaching responsibilities with you. Um uh yep. that like I'm interested to like um yeah, like uh I'm just interested, like, what would a typical day be uh, for you, like, from day to day, like, like, uh, like, how often are you on the bike, and then, or, and then, there's some periods where you're out of town, um, uh, you know, helping other athletes with with races and 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 uh, yeah. working as yeah. an agent. Um, what does a typical day generally look like for you?
1: Yeah, well, it's been a lot different now since the yeah. since the pandemic started. You know, my my travel responsibilities have. have shrunk down to, to almost nothing. I, I've been on three or four trips in the past, you know, eight months. So, uh, I haven't, uh, haven't traveled around too much, which has been nice, uh, for the, for you know, um, for the last couple of months to really be here in flag, to really be, you know, with the athletes on, on a day-to-day basis. Uh, but at the same time, it's been great to have Shayla here too. We have, you know, two coaches that we can kind of bounce ideas off of each other. And, Um, she she's helping um, exclusively with the uh, with the strength training as well Uh, we find that like you know a a very valuable thing for us to to focus on as well and um, yeah we we, we've been working you know working together on on everybody's training and and again trying to create a situation here that uh, that gets everybody better you know and there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff you know there's Um, arranging, you know, we're going to do a sea level camp in in the winter, you know, and and arranging all the things behind the scene with that, arranging everything for us to, to go out to the sound running meet and and get our, uh, get our testing, our COVID testing and, and, and get, um, you know, uh, Airbnb and travel, uh, you know, arrangements and everything like that. So yeah, uh, it's, it's grown fast and our group's getting bigger and bigger. So, you know, the more, the more help, uh, the better. and, And we have, we have a lot of support from, from UA as well. On, on a lot of things that we're doing and we're building our own weight room right now. Obviously was uh, really involved in that aspect as well. Uh, as we think, again, it's a very important part of, uh, part of training. And we sort of lost our weight room when the pandemic started. So, um, yeah, from a coaching side of things, uh, uh, again, we, you know, it's nice to have, uh, have somebody else to, to talk, talk training and, and, um, yeah, again, you know, cover cover our bases to make sure we're we're doing everything we can for the athletes. Um, yeah, Matt Lano, good pickup as well. I'm, I'm looking forward to working with him. Um, obviously, he's run 211 in the last year. Um, hopefully, we can get him down even further, you know. Um, yeah, looking at his training, I, I have literally six of his last marathon buildups here on my desk. I, I've spent a lot of time sort of reading through what he's done before and, and trying to come up with some ideas to – um, yeah, again, hopefully make some progress and and get his times down even more. Um, and and yeah, I do think him and and Steven might match up or, or, you know, can do some, do some training together. But, you know, one thing I think is really cool about Flagstaff is you always have people here that are coming from training camps and, and different things like that. And, um, I also think that's one of the awesome things uh, about our group is that we're always going to have other people here training as well. And and they can, you know, see what other people are doing and they can see how, you know, really successful athletes uh, operate, you know, in inside training and outside training. So um, yeah, that's, that's a, that's a really cool thing. And um, yeah, so I don't necessarily think it's like one person matches up with one person and they do all their training together. I mean, um, I think, you know, just last week, Matt was able to do, you know, the same workout as Kiran, and they're, and they're obviously completely different marathon focused and, and 1500 focused. So, um, yeah, we, we try to match everybody up, uh, you know, in, 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 training the best we can. And, and that's a big puzzle that, you know, me and Shayla got to put together, you know? So, um, yeah, I, I don't know if I, did I hit everything on that question? Yeah, no, I, that, I that was
0: great. It. Um, look, uh. I don't have many more questions actually. Like, um, yeah, <laughs> um, I think it's been really, really, um, a nice insight to, um, yeah, your sort of, um, yeah, your, your role as an agent and, and then also um, your role as a coach. Um, I guess like what I'm really fascinated about is just the, the athletes that you have coached that have improved a lot. Um, like, S- S- um, Steve Scullion, like, like what, what would you put that improvement down to, um, uh uh would 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 you say like part of it is living at flagstaff and and just being so consistent and just committing um and uh just doing just uh i don't know like it seems like he's devoted like you know a lot of he's really just applied himself um but Yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah no i think i i think so i mean um I think with him, and you know, uh, another example that I think it has done really well as part of our group. I don't necessarily coach her um, uh, on her day-to-day stuff, but um, I'm pretty involved with her. She's part of the group. Is Rachel Snyder, you know? And uh, I think both of them uh, parallel in the sense that when when they decided to to really dedicate themselves to to do an altitude training, they they saw a lot of benefit, you know, and. Uh, yeah, I, I think that, and I think, you know, once they were able to, to make a little bit of a step and then be able to provide them more resources so that they could continue to make steps, you know, and, and that's sort of the reality of it too, is there, there's a financial component to doing all this, you know, the more you, the more time you spend at altitude, the more time that, you know, you go to, you go to training camps, the more you dedicate to physio and strength training and, um, taking care of your body and and eating well, all that stuff costs money, you know? And so the more, uh, you know, as you can take steps, if you can secure resources and secure funding, um, that only that only continues to to elevate what you've been what you're able to do and um i can tell you from from both of their standpoints i think that's one of the things that i've seen you know um when i started first started working with rachel she she didn't have anything she didn't have any contract you know just uh, same thing with scullion too and and be able to sort of help them build um you know build up in, in the sense of, um, you know, the money they were able to reinvest into themselves, uh, has been pretty, uh, pretty cool to see. Um, and then, yeah, some other people, you know, that have come out here and and really sort of, I think all with everybody too, I think one of the biggest things is buying into the system and buying into the training plan and buying into, you know, this is, uh, you know, this is a good situation, you know, and, um, uh, I think, you know, Under Armour's been great in the sense too that they they push us to um, to communicate really well with the athletes and to uh, like me and Shayla have meetings um, with the athletes and one on one, so we can continue to get a lot of feedback. You know, and and that's one of the things that I think um, helps that athlete coach relationship is just the more we we know uh, about how the athletes feeling and how they're doing, the better we can help create the the best plan for them. So um, yeah, it, you know, I think, uh, I think all those things are contributing factors into, into people continuing to to grow and run better. And um, I also, you know, I, I really want to give the athletes credit too, you know, like I don't want it to make, make it sound like, you know, we're doing all the heavy lifting here. Uh, you know, <laughs> Scully eats, sleeps and breathes training and, 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 you know, Rachel, the same thing. Uh, and, you know those type of athletes are you know as long as you can you can provide some some guidance and, and a lot of times hold them back you know those are the athletes that you know want to continue to just do more and more and more um and they're eager and, and so you can hold them back they uh they can see a lot of improvement
0: yeah nice um and then this question um uh yeah i do i'm just fascinated by it but w- with ed cesarek when he ran uh 349 for a mile like uh um, yeah. did you see that come in um and and oh, i i think i think he um from looking back on it he did run a few 353s and 54s before it that probably suggested yeah. it but like uh what kind of training was he doing to do that and uh, i mean like at the start of the um chat we sort of said that or you sort of alluded that um you think he's got you know a lot of potential over the marathon um but, yeah yeah left, the, uh, uh, yeah what kind of training was he doing for that um,
1: to do yeah, some, yeah. He's, he's, just, he's just a good runner in any, yeah. <laughs> any event area that he focuses on um but yeah I, I really think uh, that was in the that was the first year that that we were working together and um yeah he he probably been in Flagstaff for I don't know uh, eight nine months at the time um, uh, I think he was feeling very very strong we had a, a nice training block of uninterrupted training and, and we, yeah, um, kind of going in, he, he always loves to run indoor, you know, and, and that first year he had already, he had missed the outdoor season, uh, previous year, you know, would have been his senior year NCAAs he missed with a back injury. So, um, you know, part of it was, he, he was just really eager to, to get on the track and race and, and, you know he had a new sponsor with sketchers and and everything like that so he, he was just excited to sort of get into into pro running and um we were able to do some stuff in the fall and yeah he, he just sort of had a good just a long build-up of, of good training i don't think it was anything like mile specific i know i've done some some interviews in the past uh i think i did an interview with the let's run guys where you know i i did say like i feel like we're we're in more of a 5k shape than we are in mile shape but uh um you know and that's just a, a partly just living and training in flagstaff you know um, <laughs> you, you you uh you can build a bit a big aerobic base here and um yeah that was something we we wanted to do um, obviously it didn't work out where in the sense that he he did have an injury uh come outdoor season where, where you know missed some time but uh yeah that indoor season he was he was just running really really well uh good consistent workouts um yeah, I think uh, I could probably give you an example. The, the, the day that I knew he could run a really fast mile and the day that we decided um, that we were going to set this thing up to try to run uh, try to run sub-350, um, we did a workout in Sedona and um, Kamoy Campbell and him were actually linked up to do um, – I can't remember the exact number. I could look back, and we did quarters on a hundred meter jog. I think we did maybe three sets of five um, yeah. uh, on a hundred meter jog. And I think the the last set, I mean, he was running like sixty one, sixty two on thirty five second hundred meter jog, and <laughs> and obviously he's still at like five thousand feet. We we're in Sedona, um, and he stayed in flats like the whole workout. And it was kind of cool when he had like wind pants on for like half the workout too. And, <laughs> Um, afterwards, uh, after we did the quarters, um, we spiked up, and then I had him had him run like one hard quarter, and he ran forty nine. And uh, I was like, okay, like uh, he, he, you know, the speeds there, the strengths there, like I mean, we should we should set something up and, and really try to you know just run a fast time. And, and yeah, he was all for it. So um, yeah, that's how that's how that sort of. <laughs> got going and brewed up and we had a couple other total sports athletes pace them out. And, uh,
0: yeah, it was fun. It was cool. <laughs> well, no, um, thanks so much for, um, agreeing to chat today, Stephen. Um, like it's, it's been awesome to listen to your passion and, um, you, like starting with that question or oh, what do you love about your job? And you can hear that you still get a lot of thrills out of just, um, being on the bike with the, with, with the guys that you coach or, or, um, yeah, yeah helping set up, uh, you know, you know, successful sort of environments or relationships with the athletes that you're involved with. Um, so yeah, no, it's, it's um, great hearing your enthusiasm and, and, um, I think a lot of, um, runners, um, especially back in Australia, will get a lot out of this chat and, um, some good insight to what it's like, um, doing your
1: job. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, hope so for sure. Um, yeah, thanks for having me and yeah, hope, hopefully I didn't ramble too much and answered some of the questions and yeah, hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully it was insightful.
0: That yeah, was great. Thanks, Steve. Cool. Oh. Yeah, of course. Thanks a lot. Take care. No, no worries.